Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. Maybe uh, some of you took the cue for the new year to start a diet. The New Year's diet. You know, because you can get stressed out. So you could call it the stress diet. It's a new year. Don't tell me some of you haven't done that, right? Go get some kale, some salad, some stuff you can't pronounce. So for the breakfast, I have a stress diet. It starts out for breakfast. Half of a grapefruit. One piece of whole wheat toast. Nothing on it. Eight ounces of the skim milk, which looks kind of light blue, right? Because you can see through it. Lunch for the stress diet, the New Year's diet. Four ounces of lean broiled chicken breast. Nothing on it. No salt, no pepper. One cup of steamed zucchini. And one Oreo cookie. One, not one package. One Oreo cookie. And herbal tea. Okay. This is called the stress diet. Mid-afternoon snack. The rest of the package of the Oreo cookies. <laughs> One quart of Rocky Road ice cream and a jar of hot fudge. Six pack of Mountain Dew. Dinner. Two loaves of garlic bread, a large mushroom and pepperoni pizza, large pitcher of root beer, three Milky Ways, an entire frozen cheesecake eaten directly from the freezer. Distress diet. You know, sometimes we make up our mind to do things, right? And we just don't follow through. You know, it's, it's one thing in New Year's resolutions, and maybe we've all made them. He said, preacher, should we not make them? Yes, we should make New Year's resolutions. We call them goals. But you know that we should find our strength of the goal in Jesus Christ, in who we are in God, and in listening to Him. I believe that we can do new things. So I remember when uh, a few weeks ago, we went to St. Augustine, and we went on a tour uh, it was the Knights of Lights. So we'd go on this boat and they would unmoor from this little yacht club and then they would go and tour the three million lights that were on in St. Augustine at night. And it's absolutely beautiful. Has anyone ever been on that? It's like a pontoon boat and it's really cold and they give you hot chocolate and it's really fun. I recommend it. It's, and they give you a, a history of St. Augustine. Well, as they were backing the boat out, so they kind of have to back out of this yacht club. And let me tell you, this pontoon boat. Okay, so have you ever backed out of a parking lot and you're driving like an old car and it's like all Rolls Royces? So that's what it was like. We were the old car and all of these yachts were on both sides of it and it's dark. And I'm like, oh man, if we hit one of these million dollar boats, it won't be my fault. No, but anyway, so... So as the man is backing out and he doesn't have any lights. So there's a guy that goes to the back of the ship and he's kind of, the driver is backwards and he's using the steering wheel, leaning on the steering wheel and, and facing the opposite direction as he's reversing. And uh, he said something about the starboard side. And I was like, oh, well, I get it now. And uh, so then we turned the boat around and uh, I talked to my father who's on the the, the little boat tour, and I said, 
it's interesting because I said, do you know which side of the boat the starboard side is? And my dad didn't know. And he wasn't in the Navy, but I was kind of in the Navy. I was in the Marines. And you know what the starboard side is, right? It's the right side. And so a preacher, that's easy, right? But in a boat, what if you're going the other direction? Then what side is the right side? You know, because in boats, they go both directions. So the starboard side, when you're looking forward at the front of the boat, the starboard side is the right side. If you turn around and look at the back of the boat, the starboard side doesn't change. It's still the same place because you need to have that right orientation. Whatever way that you're facing in that boat, you need to know what side is the correct side. The starboard is always the right side if you're facing to the front of the boat. And the port side is always the left side. And you know that in life we need our orientation because we can get turned around sometimes. And they can say, well, just go to your right. But I'm facing backwards, so my right would be my left. So the Navy figured out that the starboard is always going to be the right side when you're facing forward. So whatever way you face, you can always look at the same place and find what you're looking for. You know, it's the same way with Jesus Christ. I don't know if he said right side or if he said starboard side, but the Bible says that in John chapter 21, Jesus had risen from the dead and a bunch of disciples went fishing. And the Bible said... Peter had convinced them all to go fishing and they fished all night. And the Bible says they went forth and entered into a ship immediately and that night they caught nothing. Have you ever done something like on the spur of the moment? Usually it involves junk food, right? It's like, oh, I gotta do this right now. I gotta click on Prime. It's $99.99 for a limited time only, right? You ever seen that? The first 100 customers, you know, that's not a thing. They just want you to buy it, right? You do something immediately, but it doesn't work out. And it said that night they caught nothing. I mean, it sounded like a good idea. Hey, let's all go do this. I don't know if you've ever thought about this. It's exciting. And let's go do this thing. And then it just, there's no, no, no fruit of it. There's nothing that, that good that happens out of it. And in the morning, there was a guy that stood on the shore. Now, he was too far away to see, but his, it was Jesus. And Jesus called the, the disciples, and he said, Children, have ye any meat? Did you catch any fish? Now, these men were fishermen. So the person on the shore would actually call out and say, Hey, brother, you got some fish for sale? That's what he was doing. Hey, you got anything from all of your labors? And they answered him, no. And I wonder if there were some other words that were there that weren't recorded by John, but maybe some, some salty language. And you know that sometimes commercial fishermen have some interesting language. I was in the Marine Corps, but we get recorded, no, the negative. There was nothing. And then Jesus said, and they didn't know it was Jesus. And you know, a lot of times when we come to the house of God, I think it's kind of like that. You get this little voice in you, and you're not really sure who it is. And they're telling you to do something that you haven't done before. But let me put an idea into your mind. Maybe that's God. Maybe that's God. Because I believe that there's someone that speaks to our hearts that's not the preacher. Maybe that's God. You know that I have a little daughter, and it's my desire that my daughter gives her life to Jesus Christ. 
But you see, I believe God speaks to people. I believe God speaks to little children. And that God will speak to my daughter. Amen. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. It was a band that I used to listen to named U2. Not YouTube, but U2. The letter U and then the number 2. Has anyone ever heard of them? I know that you're old, okay? Okay. One person admitted it. The rest of you, okay, too. You know Patrick? Okay. But they had a song in the 80s, I still haven't found. What I'm looking for. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. You know the diet industry is the biggest scam that there is? Because they always come with this thing, this is going to revolutionize the diet industry. Well, guess what? If it did, then the diet industry would shut down and everybody would use... That one thing. But it seems like every year there's something new and improved. Really, it's just some kind of goop in a bottle that they charge you a bunch of money for, okay? But you see that I'm thankful that God does something that when we find it, we let go of the other things that we're looking for. Because they, we can say just like Andrew said, I found the Messiah, Peter. I found the one that I'm looking for. I found the one. I'm not looking anymore. Because they said of Jesus, they said, Art thou he that should come? Or look we for another. Until we find God, we're going to look for God in a woman. We're going to look for God in a man. You might be a man looking for God in another man. Or you might be in a woman looking for God in another woman. I saw this YouTube thing. I didn't click on it. It's like two women said, we don't need men. We're just going to have a platonic relationship with one another. And I'm like, that doesn't even sound fun. I mean, if I'm going to have a relationship with a woman, I don't want it to be platonic. I don't want to draw bunny rabbits and stuff. I got married for a reason. But you know what? I'm thankful that really, come on now. But that, that doesn't even make any sense. What are you going to do? Drink tea together? That doesn't sound very satisfying. I'd rather eat a Snickers bar. Said they satisfy, right? <laughs> We're looking for something that satisfies. Brethren, let me tell you, if you've ever felt the presence of God, there's nothing down here on this earth that can make it satisfaction like that. There is no love song that can be satisfying like there's no woman or man. Now, I'm married to a beautiful woman. I love my wife. But you know what? There's something that my wife can't give me. And there's something I can't give my wife. But Jesus, Jesus is the one that can give it to everybody. And Jesus was telling the disciples, you need to cast your net, the thing that catches things. You need to cast it on the correct side of your life, of your boats. The starboard side. It's a certain side. You know, God likes things done a certain way. I remember there's this brother. Man, if he ever listens to this, I'll probably get in trouble. But he had a Mustang. And it was nice. And it was kind of a classic 80s Mustang. It was nice. 5.0, like uh, Vanilla Ice drove, right? He was rolling in his 5.0. I think it was older than that. It was in the 80s. I think Vanilla Ice is in the 90s, right? Vanilla Ice, he wasn't even a real rapper. Well, 
Okay. He has some hair, right? He'll renovate your house now, right? <laughs> but I remember I shut, I shut the car door because I had a cheap car. I had a, a Subaru. It was a cheap doors, and if you don't shut those doors hard, they kind of like half shut, and they wiggle. So you have to bam! So I took his door, and I shut it. And he looked at me, and he said something like, Brother, you don't have to close the door so hard. And I was like, oop. You know, mess with the man's car, right? So the next time, I, and it was a heavy door, you just kind of need to go click, and it shuts. What do you mean? He liked things done a certain way. Now, before we jump on him, we all like things done a certain way. When I got married, I told my wife, we had ranch dressing. You know what I put ranch on? Everything. Everything. <laughs> I didn't even try it. My wife's like, try it first. No. I just put the ranch all over. Why? I was a single man. Ranch covers a multitude of sins, right? When you're a single man, you put enough ranch on that, man, you can eat dirt off the ground. <laughs> so my wife's curing me of that, right? Just taste it first. But you know, you know, I believe, I believe... If you say, well, I don't like things a certain way, I could look at your wife right now and she'd be like, really? Come on now. That's a revelation, right? God likes things done a certain way. He does. God likes things done the right way. Amen. He created the heavens, which are called the cosmos, out of disorder called a chaos. And we, we know that the, the chaos has no order. But God, if you read in Genesis that God began to do things. This day he did this thing. And this day he did this thing. And the Bible said, and he looked at it and he said, that's good. You know, it had to pass muster. And they're doing things today where they say, well, we don't want to grade the kids. We don't want people to feel left out. It's not about that. It's about kids teaching them the right way. There is a right and there is a wrong. There is an A and there is a B. And you know what? If your kid doesn't get straight A's, that's okay. But there should be something to reach for. Say, man, I can do it. I can, I can reach for the straight A's because I learn things in a certain way. And then when God looked at everything that he had done, you know what he said? That's very good. That God passed his own test. God even keeps himself to a high standard. Have you ever done something and you look at it and that's not right? And you know, that's not right. No, maybe nobody's there. But you make your bed and you just kind of throw your comforter over the top and everything else is underneath. Looks like there's a body in there because all of your other blankets. And nobody's there. Say, so, preacher, I didn't even put my comforter on because look, I'm going to come back later. I know because the sheets are a little browner on the side when I sleep. You know, I know which side is mine. No. But you see, what God puts it, if you don't get that joke, that's okay. When God puts a standard into our, our life, say, so why do you do that? Because it's right. Because it's right. God likes things done a certain way. The Bible says that, well, what's right? And the thing that is right, I'm not talking about keeping your house clean. I go to people's house and they apologize. They, oh, sorry, we didn't clean. I'm not a house inspector. Everyone has different ideas of what clean is. There's clean and then there's the way I like things done. Okay, my wife likes things done a different way. Does your spouse, does your spouse like things done a different way? Just say amen. 
Amen. No one, no one, no one's going to say it. Like, I don't want to admit it, preacher. They're listening. They're listening. You know what? We all like things done a certain way. We all like a certain standard. Well, God's standard of our life is faith in Jesus Christ. Not a work, not a thing that we can look to, but a thing that never changes. Jesus Christ, the same. He's the same yesterday. He's the same in 2023, and he'll be the same forever. The Bible said that this word is near you. And you know, it's nearer. Some people think it's so hard to get to God. It's near you. You know that when I come to the house of God, I want to know that God's not far away, but God's a God at hand. That my prayer is being closer to being answered than I ever believed that it could be. That my, my, my faith that God gave me, you know God gave you faith. The Bible said he put it in your mouth. It's nigh or near thee. And then the Bible said in Romans, that word of faith, the Bible says, which we preach is Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. It's right in your mouth. What do you have to do? We have to speak the word of faith. Just like we, by, by, by faith, we preach. How many times have I come to the house of God as I don't feel like preaching? Never, preacher. You just like walk around on a cloud. No, I'm just like you. Sometimes I feel like getting up. Some days I feel like hitting the snooze 10 times. Sometimes I do. <laughs> but I don't, go, I don't go by feelings. I remember that one time I was talking to someone. I don't know, someone here. And I said, once I didn't want to do what God wanted me to do. You ever faced that before? No? I, I did. I, 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 I looked up and I said, God, I don't want to. <laughs> you never did that before? I did. I, I mean, I said it. I know where God is. He's up there. I said, God, I don't want to do it. And then after I said it, I went and did what he wanted me to do anyway. <laughs> I just need to complain just a little bit, right? God is hard. I'm uncomfortable. You know, these men, they could have said, God, but we've already fished all the night. But Peter probably remembered another time. He said, Lord, we've We've fished all night and taken nothing, but at thy word, I will let down the net. And he only let down one net and not all of his nets. And the Bible said so many fish came in, the net began to break. And maybe Peter remembered that another time he only partially obeyed. He's like, well, God, how can you ever do something in my life? You know what? I believe that God can do something. He likes it done a certain way. And if we realize that with all of our hearts, say, God, I'm just going to do it your way. We cast the net not on a certain side, but we also cast it on the correct side, on the right side. No matter which way we face, if we're this way or that way, God's always the same way. God's always going to be in the same place. Whatever way you're facing, God's word does not change. You ever have a kid that has problems like listening? Maybe that kid was you, right? But, but my daughter is one of those kids. God bless preacher's kids, right? So my, dad, my, my daughter was saying, well, Dad, you're the boss. But you know what she was saying that for? She said, Dad, you're the boss. Well, that's right. The husband is actually the head of the family, okay? But she wasn't saying that because she thought I was the boss. You know how she was saying that? She didn't want to obey her mom. <laughs> Daddy's the boss. Ooh. <laughs> Daddy had a little talk with her. But you see, I've taught my daughter some, some Bible. And I looked at my daughter and I said, children. She knows the book of Ephesians. I think it's chapter 6 and verse 1. Children, obey your, not father, 
parents in the Lord. For this is right. And I said to my daughter, is, is your mother your parent? She said, yes. I said, well, you need to obey her then. I said, that's what God's word says. And if not, you've got a problem because you're dishonoring me. And if not, you've got a problem because you're dishonoring God. Now you say, oh, preacher, uh, really, we're not talking about my daughter. We're talking about us as being children. We need, when we obey God, we won't have a problem pulling over for the cop. We won't have a problem listening to our boss. We won't have a problem because ultimately authority comes from God. In Jesus Christ, when he did something, you know that the blood... On the cross, it washed away our sins and forgave us of our past. And you know, that's one thing. It gives us a pardon for what we have done. And I'm thankful for the blood. Brethren, we need the blood. But also, we, we uh, realize after we got forgiveness, have you ever asked for forgiveness from something? And uh, someone had shared this. They asked for forgiveness from God. And you know what God asked them? Are you going to do it again? And they're like, hmm. <laughs> you know, then you think about it, right? When I got forgiveness, am I going to do it again? And then when you feel temptation to do it again, then you realize, wait, uh, what I do is not the big problem. It's deeper than that, right? It's what I am. I've got a desire to do the wrong things. And you know that that desire is what not the blood washed away, but the cross is different than the blood. The cross, the blood forgives of our, of our sins. You know what the cross does? The cross is a place of death. The cross washes us away. The Bible said if we're dead with Christ, we're not us anymore. We die. You know the old me, the old Adam Bigelow? He died in Jesus Christ. God washed who I was away. You know that if someone curses me out back in the day, I would have a, a finger gesture for you. And it wouldn't be like, hey, it'd be something else. But no longer. If someone curses me out, I might walk right up to you and invite you to church. If someone curse, right? One of these guys, uh, <laughs> and it's not because I'm a wimp. I think I was riding with my daughter and uh, this, this car of teenagers went by me and one of these male teenagers went and blew me a kiss. <laughs> In their parents' SUV, it was a big old SUV, full of kids. You know, they were driving age, obviously. Did you just wish them love in Jesus? No. I went, they went to the McDonald's like drive-thru right in where I live and I pulled in front of them and cut them off. <laughs> As a pastor with my dog, I got out of the car and walked right up to him. I said, hey, how you doing? And they looked at, they did not expect that. And I walked up and I, I, I uh, like, hey, how you doing? They were like football players or something like that. And I'm like, it's like, I, I, I appreciate that, I, you know, that you like me and blow me a kiss or everything. I'm, I'm married or I don't know what I said. <laughs> I, believe, I believe I got to give him an invitation to church. No, I wasn't going to fight him, no. But you see, as a Christian, you realize that what people need most is Jesus. Yes, that was me. I was the teenager. I don't know if I'd be blowing kisses, but that was the way that I used to be inflammatory. But let me reach someone 
for Jesus. If someone's going to start a conversation, let me jump right in with an invitation to God. Let me jump right in with teaching someone that God can make a difference in their life. And let my daughter see it. I'm not into fighting someone. I'm into helping someone get to Jesus. But it might be a little kind of like a guy. I'm a guy. Look, don't buy me flowers, okay? I'm a guy. I like it rough and tough, right? But I want to tell people about a rough and tough Jesus. He shed his blood. He endured the cross, despising the shame. But he sat down at the right hand of God. And we need to cast our net on Jesus' side. You know, we're sinners. Not so much... Because we sin, we're sinners because of what we are. That's what Adam passed on to us through that lost nature. And what we lost in Adam, we gain in Christ when we cast our net on the right side in Jesus. And the last thing, my wife comes to the piano. Casting your net on a certain side, on the right side. And I really believe, and I I believe this. Casting your net on the results side. I really believe that. And I don't think, I don't know if she'll listen to this, but uh, there's a lady, we went to a, uh, a wedding yesterday. And a lady, and I, I'm going to share just like general stuff, right? But she was a single lady, um, attractive lady, but she served God. And she was looking for a husband. And year after year, no husband. <laughs> and you know how expensive rent is and different things. And, and, and she was just faithful and she was a giver. And when she talked to you, she even gave a special offering because she wanted us to get a church building. And this is a person, a single mom. And, you know, she's got all of these bills and everything. And, uh, you know, she moved kind of far from this church. But yesterday we went to a wedding. And, you know, years later... Years later, she stayed faithful to God. She met her husband in another church, but in a Bible study. And they just got married yesterday. Well, you know, I don't think she has money problems anymore. I mean, he was set, you know, in different things. But, you know, she got some results by trusting in Jesus through the hard times. And don't let him go. And I don't know. The Bible said when they they brought back that fish... The fish, there were 153 fish in that net. Great fishes. And the net wasn't broken. Because they cast their net on the results side with Jesus. And I, my wife and I went to that wedding and it glorified God. And, and I mean, they were so happy, but they did it God's way. And there's many more things I could share, but that's a personal situation. I don't know what your situation is and I don't know what you're looking for. So preacher, I might, maybe you're looking for something just like that. But I believe we're all looking for something. And I believe that if you cast your net on the right side, say, preacher, but I need a job, but I need this, but I need that. Jesus said, cast your net on the right side. What did he say? Ye shall find. There's a result with Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, if God doesn't give you that, why don't you share this? God, if it's not what you want from me, because sometimes we want things that really, it's not what God wants for us. But would you pray this? I mean, if you want to. God, if it's not what you want for me, would you change my heart? Would you take it out of my heart so I don't want it anymore? And that can be good things or even not not so good things. But God, if it's not your desire, change my desire to make it your desire. Because God, I want to be led by the right things. Cast your net on the right side. And that's me too. 
God, let me cast my net on God's side, on the results side. And I want my life to have results. I want to win people to Jesus Christ. I want men and women to look at me and say, hey, there's something different about you. Like Spencer looked at Reverend Patterson. What's your deal? You're different. Because Jesus got into my life. Let's find a place to pray. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes and let God speak to your heart. Cast your net on the right side and ye shall find. If you're looking for something, cast your net. What does that mean? Throw it. And you know what? What we need to do today is throw a prayer out and say, God, I'm going to trust you for something in my life. I'm going to trust you for something in my life. I'm going to cast my net, what I catch things with by faith on Jesus. And you know what? Just talk to him like you talk to me or like you talk to someone else. Let God know, I need results in my life, God. I want results in my heart. God will bring results in your life. Father, I've preached your word. Lord, have your way. Bring results and let us cast our net on you in Jesus' name. God. Brethren, if God's dealing with your heart, cast your net now. Cast your net in this service. And it can just be a small prayer. But a small prayer that says, God, this is what I want you to do. God, I'm trusting you. And it can be an enormous thing. It can be an enormous weight that you want loose from your life. Or it can simply be that, God, I want results. In 2023, I want results spiritually in my life that are measurable. God, have your way. And God, he will do exactly that. Oh, God, amen.